Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 28 of our journey. What does it take to minister before the Lord? God gave a detailed description of the garments that the priests must wear when they come before Him. Each piece fulfilled a specific role in the worship of the one true God. Together, the pieces were to be worn for glory and for beauty. They were expertly crafted by artists to whom God had granted special skills. Upon receiving their garments, the priests were also consecrated by the sacrifice of animals and by their blood. Again, we are reminded that, just as darkness cannot exist in the presence of great light, the items used for worship and the priests who used them had to be consecrated and made holy before entering the presence of a holy God. Because of the sin in the world, there is a great cost associated with being in the presence of God. We can be encouraged by the fact that the Almighty God wants to dwell among us and that Christ's blood, once and for all, made that possible for all who would follow Him. Join me in Exodus 28-29 to to learn the great lengths God goes to so that He can dwell with us. Exodus 28 And you, bring near to you your brother Aaron and his sons with him from among the Israelites, so that they may minister as my priests. Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You must make holy garments for your brother Aaron for glory and for beauty. You are to speak to all who are specially skilled, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, so that they may make Aaron's garments to set him apart to minister as my priest. Now these are the garments that they are to make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and for his sons, that they may minister as my priests. The artisans are to use the gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine linen. They are to make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen, the work of an artistic designer. It is to have two shoulder pieces attached to two of its corners, so it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband of the ephod that is on it is to be like it, of one piece with the ephod, of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen. You are to take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on one stone, and the six remaining names on the second stone, according to the order of their birth. You are to engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel with the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a seal. You are to have them set in gold filigree settings. You are to put the two stones on the shoulders of the ephod, stones of memorial for the sons of Israel. And Aaron will bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. You are to make filigree settings of gold and two braided chains of pure gold, like a cord, and attach the chains to the settings. You are to make a breastpiece for use in making decisions, the work of an artistic designer. You are to make it in the same fashion as the ephod. You are to make it of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twisted linen. It is to be square when doubled, nine inches long and nine inches wide. You are to set it in a setting for stones, four rows of stones, a row with a ruby, a topaz, and a barrel, the first row and the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald, and the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst, and the fourth row, 
a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They are to be enclosed in gold in their filigree settings. The stones are to be for the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to the number of their names. Each name, according to the twelve tribes, is to be like the engravings of a seal. You are to make for the breastpiece braided chains like cords of pure gold, and you are to make for the breastpiece two gold rings, and attach the two rings to the upper two ends of the breastpiece. You are to attach the two gold chains to the two rings at the ends of the breastpiece, and the other two ends of the two chains you will attach to the two settings, and then attach them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. You are to make two rings of gold, and put them on the other two ends of the breastpiece, on its edge that is on the inner side of the ephod. You are to make two more gold rings, and attach them to the bottom of the two shoulder pieces, on the front of the ephod, close to the juncture above the waistband of the ephod. They are to tie the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod by blue cord, so that it may be above the waistband of the ephod, and so that the breastpiece will not be loose from the ephod. Aaron will bear the names of the sons of Israel in the breastpiece of decision over his heart when he goes into the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. You are to put the Urim and the Thummim into the breastpiece of decision, and they are to be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. Aaron is to bear the decisions of the Israelites over his heart before the Lord continually. You are to make the robe of the ephod completely blue. There is to be an opening in its top in the center of it, with an edge all around the opening, the work of a weaver, like the opening of a collar, so that it cannot be torn. You are to make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet all around its hem, and bells of gold between them all around. The pattern is to be a gold bell and a pomegranate, a gold bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the robe. The robe is to be on Aaron as he ministers, and his sound will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord and when he leaves, so that he does not die. You are to make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it the way a seal is engraved, holiness to the Lord. You are to attach to it a blue cord so that it will be on the turban. It is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead, and Aaron will bear the iniquity of the holy things, which the Israelites are to sanctify by all their holy gifts. It will always be on his forehead, for their acceptance before the Lord. You are to weave the tunic of fine linen, and make the turban of fine linen, and make the sash the work of an embroiderer. For Aaron's sons, you are to make tunics, sashes, and headbands for glory and for beauty. You are to clothe them, your brother Aaron and his sons with him, and anoint them, and ordain them, and set them apart as holy, so that they may minister as my priests. Make for them linen undergarments, to cover their naked bodies, they must cover from the waist to the thighs. These must be on Aaron and his sons when they enter to the tent of meeting or when they approach the altar to minister in the holy place, so they bear no iniquity and die. It is to be a perpetual ordinance for him and for his descendants after him. Exodus 29 Now this is what you are to do for them, to consecrate them so that they may minister as my priests. Take a young bull and two rams without blemish and bread made without yeast, and perforated cakes without yeast mixed with oil, and wafers without yeast spread with oil. You are to make them using fine wheat flour. You are to put them in one basket and present them in the basket along with the bull and the two rams. You are to present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tent of meeting. You are to wash them with water and take the garments and clothe Aaron with the tunic, the robe of the ephod. 
the ephod, and the breastpiece, you are to fasten the ephod on him by using the skillfully woven waistband. You are to put the turban on his head and put the holy diadem on the turban. You are to take the anointing oil and pour it on his head and anoint him. You are to present his sons and clothe them with tunics and wrap the sashes around Aaron and his sons and put headbands on them. And so the ministry of priesthood will belong to them by a perpetual ordinance. Thus you are to consecrate Aaron and his sons. You are to present the bull at the front of the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons are to put their hands on the head of the bull. You are to kill the bull before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and take some of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger. All the rest of the blood you are to pour out at the base of the altar. You are to take all the fat that covers the entrails, and the lobe that is above the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull, its skin, and its dung, you are to burn up outside the camp. It is the purification offering. You are to take one ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head, and you are to kill the ram, and take its blood, and splash it all around on the altar. Then you are to cut the ram into pieces, and wash the entrails and its legs, and put them on its pieces and on its head, and burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a soothing aroma. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You are to take the second ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head, and you are to kill the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, on the tip of the right ear of his sons, on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and then splash the blood all around on the altar. You are to take some of the blood that is on the altar, and some of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on his sons' garments with him, so that he may be holy, he and his garments, along with his sons and his sons' garments. You are to take from the ram the fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the entrails, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is the ram of consecration, and one round flat cake of bread, one perforated cake of oiled bread, and one wafer from the basket of bread made without yeast, that is before the Lord. You are to put all these in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and you are to wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then you are to take them from their hands and burn them on the altar for a burnt offering, for a soothing aroma before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You are to take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration. You are to wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it is to be your share. You are to sanctify the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution, which were waved and lifted up as a contribution from the ram of consecration, from what belongs to Aaron and to his sons. It is to belong to Aaron and to his sons from the Israelites by a perpetual ordinance, for it is a contribution. It is to be a contribution from the Israelites, from their peace offerings, their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments that belong to Aaron are to belong to his sons after him, so that they may be anointed in them and consecrated in them. The priest who succeeds him from his sons, when he first comes to the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place, is to wear them for seven days. You are to take the ram of the consecration and cook its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that was in the basket at the entrance of the tent of meeting. They are to eat those things by which atonement was made to consecrate and to set them apart, but no one else may eat them, for they are holy. If any of the meat from the consecration offering or any of the bread is left over until morning, 
Then you are to burn up what is left over. It must not be eaten, because it is holy. Thus you are to do for Aaron and for his sons, according to all that I have commanded you. You are to consecrate them for seven days. Every day you are to prepare a bull for a purification offering for atonement. You are to purify the altar by making atonement for it, and you are to anoint it to set it apart as holy. For seven days you are to make atonement for the altar and set it apart as holy. Then the altar will be most holy. Anything that touches the altar will be holy. Now this is what you are to prepare on the altar every day continually. Two lambs a year old. The first lamb you are to prepare in the morning, and the second lamb you are to prepare around sundown. With the first lamb, offer a tenth of an ephah, a fine flour, mixed with a fourth of a hin of oil from pressed olives, and a fourth of a hin of wine as a drink offering. The second lamb you are to offer around sundown. You are to prepare for it the same meal offering as for the morning, and the same drink offering, for a soothing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. This will be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak to you there. There I will meet with the Israelites, and it will be set apart as holy by my glory. So I will set apart as holy the tent of meeting and the altar, and I will set apart as holy Aaron and his sons, that they may minister as priests to me. I will reside among the Israelites, and I will be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out from the land of Egypt, so that I may reside among them. I am the Lord their God. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing, and ultimately being a part of that story, is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.